0: Greetings, everyone, and welcome to the midweek War! I'm here, Mad Mike, rocking it solo this week. Eamon is on assignment. I assume he is looking into finding out uh, what Cobra Moon and Drago have in common. Hint, we'll talk about that later. Um, but we are here to talk Lucha Underground. And man, oh man, uh, what an episode was this week... I almost ran out of stuff to type on the episode title. Um, so, uh, me palabra this week for Lucha Underground is my lower third. For those of you audio listeners, it's classic, and uh, I will get to that why a little bit later. Um, but uh, the bueno for Lucha Underground, I have to give it to that uh, three-way match. Um. Dario Cueto came out, and first he announced that Asic Warfare is coming back, which, hot damn, that's going to be amazing. Um, and he said that Matanza is going to be entered number one. So, okay. Don't know why he's trying to screw his brother over, but uh, it's certainly a ballsy move. Um And then he said that he wanted to find out who number 20 was, because that's typically what we do with Aztec Warfare. We find out who's first, we find out who's last. Um, The trio's champions of Phoenix, Aerostar, and Drago were in the ring. And Dario said that instead of defending the trio's titles tonight, they were going to have a three-way match with each other. The winner was number 20. And the losers, uh, they will not be in Aztec Warfare at all. So uh, pretty high stakes, especially for Phoenix who uh, went into last year's Aztec warfare as champion and lost to Matanza, obviously but uh, yeah so they had a baller match and Drago of all people won um by the way, need to mention this Aerostar bar fucking flamethrower for his entrance just 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 because um yeah so drago is gonna be the last entrant into asic warfare and i don't know how well that's gonna sit with his uh trios buddies but it was definitely interesting like they started the match really interestingly too uh they started off very respectfully like two guys wrestled the third guy weighed on the outside almost like a lucha tag rules like as soon as one person went outside the ring the other one came in that quickly degenerated, but oh man, that just, just watch this match, find it. All three guys are amazing. Um the wrestling on this show's this week's lucha was top notch, just all across the board. Uh so um I I don't know if I have a malo this week. I don't know. I, I'm I'm trying to rack my brains. I'm going to go with another bueno. Uh, at least for right now, because I can't think of a Malo. I know Eamon's uh, bowed out of Malo's before, and I've never really done it. I always try and find something. This week's episode was damn good. Uh, you know, uh, no, I, I can't think of a Malo. I'm, I'll am i come back to my Malo. If I can think of a Malo, I'll come back to one. Um, uh, Mikambio, though, I... Get, I kind of want to give it to the Prince Puma, Mil Martes match. Um, not that there was anything wrong with the match. The match itself was fantastic. I like we, we've been teasing Prince Puma doing some heelish things for the whole season so far. And I thought this match with mill might be the culmination of that. And it wasn't. And I, I, feel like prince puma's win was almost a little too easy now grant you watch the match you know it wasn't an easy win but it was too clean for my taste um i feel like there should have been something a little bit i mean unless we're not going the the puma dark route if we're not going that route okay that's fine but They've been teasing it for a long time, and I feel like conquering the demon that is Mil is like he should have gone to the dark side a little bit, just a hair, just a hair, just a scotch, like kind of what we did with Ray last year. And I don't know, it just see it was a great match, great moment for Puma. It just feels like a little bit of a step sideways for his character, not forward. Um. Man, I still can't think of a Molo. I really can't. I mean, because we we had a match with Matanza thanks to Dario's Dial of Doom and Killshot, and holy crap, that was fun. That was a really, really great match. Um, two guys very vastly different styles. Uh, really a lot of fun. Actually, you know what? All right. Okay. My Mallow, I finally figured it out because I remember thinking this was my Mallow when I was watching Lich Underground. Um, Matanza kind of gets wins a little too quickly sometimes. Uh, this week was a good example. Killshot was really, really going for it. And I mean, I know we want to put over Wrath of the Gods as a big finish. But it shouldn't be Matanza gets his ass kicked for five minutes and then hits one move and then it's over. Shouldn't be that. It we usually don't have this problem in lucha and I know sometimes they try and squeeze a lot of stuff into one hour, so that's probably a case of this. I'm sure it was probably, I'm sure that match was probably way longer in the temple and it was cut down. Uh, but yeah, I don't know. It just seems like. I feel like Matanza should be showing a little bit of weakness because he's not going to be able to do that in Aztec Warfare. He's going to have to, you know, gradually build stuff up. So I, I guess that would be my model. Like I said, it's a slight model. Uh The match was still fun. And the post-match stuff, oh boy, let's talk about that right now, actually. Um, the post-match stuff, the Temple was cheering for Killshot. You know, they were happy for him. They put up a good fight, good effort. And then we saw this dude come out wearing dog tags. And everyone's like, oh, it's his prisoner buddy. My favorite thing about Lucha is that no one in the temple has seen the vignettes. No one has seen it. So me, as a TV viewer, I saw a thing last week where uh, Killshot gets a note that says you left me to die. So clearly, this guy approaching the ring is not bearing good intentions towards our good buddy Killshot. But the crowd doesn't know that. That's the best thing. That's the best thing in the world. Because if you tried to do this on WWE TV and you see a random mysterious guy with dog tags running out, people will have seen Raw the week before, mostly, and they'll know this isn't going to be good. But everyone loves this. They're like, oh, yeah, yeah, US. And then I don't even know who the guy's name is. I'm sure he's a well-known indie star that if Amen were here, he'd tell me all about the guy. Um, quite frankly, I, with, with Lucha, I could look it up. I don't want to I want I want Lucha to tell me who this guy is I don't need to look it up I want them to tell me so I'm waiting to hear next week who this guy is uh but he beat the crap out of Killshot and they took off the dog tags and said you left me to die and just dropped him on Killshot's chest it was awesome I cannot wait to see how how this proceeds um so some other stuff we gotta talk about. Johnny Mundo. <laughs> Johnny Johnny Mundo. The, this is another reason why I love Lucha. Uh they had a call, they had a callback to season one with the main event of Puma versus Muertes. Like that was the big feud from season one. We all know this. They had another callback to, I wanna say, the first or second episode of Lucha. I think it was the first episode. Oh, no, it was was a little bit after that because uh, Big Rick originally got the money and then Johnny Mundo won it. But um, Johnny Mundo came into Dario Cueto's office and said he won a match with Sexy Star. Dario, again, tried to rebuff him. And Johnny was like, I I thought you might say that. So he brought out the same briefcase from Season 1 with Dario's $100,000 in it, although I think there was like Ninety-four thousand and change. Uh, Johnny had to pay some people off. I don't know what he did with it. I' am not sure if we've had that referenced. Uh, please, uh, Chris, let me know if we have had that reference. I don't believe we have. I'm not a hundred percent on that though. But Johnny said there's it like, hey, it's more like ninety four and change, and gave it back to Dario, and Dario's like, well, whatever plans you have for this money, cancel them. You got sexy star next week. And that's going to be fun. Um, I kind of hope sexy wins. Again, I kinda hope she's the like Johnny just I hope he never gets that gift of the gods title. I would actually like to see Johnny petition to be number two in ASIC Warfare if he doesn't beat Sexy Star. Like he wants to fight his way through the whole roster. I think that would be amazing. Uh, it would make him too facey, obviously, but it'd still be really fun. Um so let's see, what else happened on Lucha? Uh oh <laughs> of course. Cobra Moon and Drago were apparently in the same uh the same oh wow, now I can't think of the word. They're they're in the same uh the uh oh, god, now I can't think of it and I can't stall because I'm t- myself there they used to be in the same temple together like the cobra moon temple we saw in the um, in the previews which we haven't seen yet and i'm still anxiously awaiting seeing that temple um but cobra moon approaches drago in the bathroom of doom because i think when you're in the temple everything is of doom Except for the temple itself, because that's some kind of, you know, naming rights issue. But a dial of doom, you know, a bathroom of doom, it's fine. And <laughs> it's it's really, really interesting. Tribe. That's the word I was thinking of. They used to be in the same tribe together. And Drago said he left that tribe a thousand years ago, which is awesome, because I assume Drago and Aerostar are like time lords. They have to be time lords, or just, they they both just seem really, really ancient. Uh, so Drago says that he will never uh, rejoin Cobra Moon and tells her to get out of his face. And she turns around and there's a random dude eating a piece of pizza. Now, I said this on Twitter. I'll say it again. If I ever make my way to the temple, I am petitioning to be random dude in the bathroom of dude eating a piece of pizza. Although, so it's not cliche, I will eat chicken fingers. That that is my pledge. That is my pledge to you, the Mayhem Universe. Uh, (laughs) Okay, uh, well, I think that's pretty much it for Lucha. Oh, there's one more thing. Classic. That's right. As we all know, Lucha Underground likes to put little buttons on the episode. A little teaser to see what's coming next. And we have Rey Mysterio talking to someone in a shadowed arena. And he's talking about someone's son. And at first, I'm like, did he find, like, the grave of El Dragon Azteca? And he's talking about the kid? Because that would be really cool. But no, it's way cooler, folks. It's way, way cooler. Because Rainbow Zero is talking to none other than Chavo Classic. Chavo Classic, you guys. Ah, oh, so good. So, so good. Um, Ray says that uh, Chavo Sr. has gone too far. Chavito. Chavo Jr. has gone too far. Chavito. And Ray says that he wants to make sure that that he and the Guerrero's will still be okay if Ray does what he has to do. And so it looks like, I don't know if it's next week, but it looks like it's Rey Mysterio vs. Chava Guerrero in a Loser Leaves the Temple match. That should be very interesting. Um, if that's the case, I have no idea who's going to win. Uh, I'm, I'm very excited for it because we've been watching Rey Mysterio vs. Chava Guerrero for years. For years. And it never really gets old. But they've never had this kind of angle going into it. Like I, I, they've had some stuff, you know, some generic stuff, some tag team stuff, some stuff about Eddie after his passing. But I don't know. This this seems a bit more intense, probably thanks to his uh, Ray's little Mendoza moment last weekend. But uh, yeah, so. That should be fun. I'm not sure when we get when we're getting that. If it's next week, that's great. Uh if not, I can't wait for it. But um yeah, so I think that's it with Lucha. Uh rankings. Clearly, you guys, I don't know why we even do rankings anymore. Lucha is numero Uno with a bullet. Um not no not any literal bullets this week. Don't get it twisted. Lucha hasn't shot anyone yet. As far as I can recall, uh, but yeah, uh, Lucha's number one this week. Um, just a solid up and down show. Really, really good. I'm excited for Aztec Warfare. We got four weeks before it. Um, I'm sure Amon and I will do predictions at one point for Aztec Warfare. And uh, yeah, so um, you can find me at Mad Mike 483 on the Twitter machines. Uh, If you follow at Mayhem Show, hit up the hashtag MM when I do my live tweet for Lucha Underground. Uh, And by the way, if you see me get silent during my live tweet, it's usually because it's a really good fucking match. And I don't want to talk through it. I don't want to make snarky jokes. I just focus on enjoying the action because, holy shit, some of the action's really, really good. Um, But yeah, go to our Facebook group. Uh, We got some stuff going on there. Uh, follow us on the May show, Tuesday nights, around about whenever SmackDown ends for you. I'll just say that, because we usually go live right after SmackDown ends. Instead of watching Talking Smack, watch Talking Mayhem. We should call ourselves Talking Mayhem. No, we shouldn't. The sword, don't quote me on that. But uh, also, if you want to follow Eamon's thoughts, because I'm sure he will tweet some stuff about Lucha Underground, follow him at Eamon2, please. Also, follow the pro wrestling company he's involved with, Inspire Pro Wrestling, at Inspire Pro Res. And, um, yeah, that's it for me, uh, this week. If you have any comments about Lucha Underground, hit us up at goodtimes at And until then, I'm Mad Mike, and this has been your Mid Week One.